Hello everybody and welcome back to The Brink as we come to you for episode 55 of the uh, Rebooted Podcast, December 11, 2011. Uh, t- 2011? It's 2017, Ben. Why did I just all of a sudden get stuck in the year of uh, six years ago? Uh, and I said December, I, I don't know if I sound like I said September, but whatever, we're here, it's December the 11th, 2017, at least the day of releasing this. And uh, another big episode for you, as often is the case, plenty to bring you along the way. It's Star Wars week, are you excited for Star Wars The Last Jedi? I know I am. Uh, got a midnight tickets ready to go with Noah. I'm sure you'll probably hear a little bit of a snippet of that kind of uh, on next week's show. Obviously we're going to kind of do some stuff with the Oz Network, but uh, happy Star Wars week for the latest Star Wars film to come out. Um, and a big happy week to all those who listen during the week, our Austrian and Cook Islands listeners, they're back on the bandwagon, and as always, I'm going to take this opportunity, guys, you're listening, you're listening every week, we want to hear from you, so by all means, please send us a message, we'd appreciate uh, the feedback, we'd appreciate to let you uh, let you know, let us know, that makes more sense, what you think of the show, probably think it's pretty rubbish this week, considering that I keep stuffing up everything. But, um, yeah, we, we appreciate you tuning in and we appreciate you uh, getting ready to have a pretty exciting darn show. We're at uh, that point of the show where we've got to get a little bit Kiwi and go a bit New Zealand. Uh, I do, of course, speak of us talking to Nick Chester from New Zealand and he's on the line now. Hello, Nick. Welcome back to The Brink. It's always a pleasure. I think I say that every week, but it, it generally is. The one week you might say, oh, not really a pleasure this week, Ben. You're kind of forcing me to do this and I don't really want to. But um, No, I- I'm not. I'm not pleasured. Not pleasured. Uh, what's what's been going down in New Zealand town uh, across the week? Well, I had a couple of things actually. One I I gave you a heads up on before, but the other one I thought I'd spring on you because it's more fun that way. Um, <laughs> so um, you might remember when when well when we first started um, talking, we um, we talked about oh you need to try LMP, which is like yes. the kind of unofficial. Um, drink of New Zealand. It's like a lemony kind of um, soft drink, and um, you were unimpressed. You you drank it and you said it tastes like nothing. Um, and then we went to we went to Pyro, where it kind of originated from in New Zealand, and um, and uh, you had one from the source, didn't you? What did you have? You had an LMP shake. I had a milkshake, which was pretty decent. And then I think I fell in love with those little chocolates that you hated as well. Oh, oh, the pineapple lumps. No, no, the uh, the white chocolate with like the popping candy or whatever in it was. Oh, those, right, um... that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was just remembering that you had when you had the uh, jelly tip when we stopped at oh, like a Titi Bay. The best yeah, thing yeah, ever. And... Like, I never thought I'd leave New yeah. Zealand and want to go back, but like seriously, I dream about that ice cream and that ice cream. and that dip. You had a dip in your like we got like some flavored of dip, which I cannot find here in Australia. It was so good. Anyway, yes, yeah, sorry. No. <laughs> well, well, while we're on that track, um, we have actually got a um, limited edition release uh, here in New Zealand at the moment. It's We have the Fruju ice blocks, which are kind of like, you know, fruit ice blocks, like, mm-hmm. you know, pineapple. And there's an orange one, and they brought out an LMP flavored one. Oh. Uh, and I've been thinking, I, I've got to try this, but I thought I might actually just try it. I bought one. I thought I might just try it. <laughs> On air. On air, wow. Okay. Instant reaction. So I've got one in front of me, so I'm just going to take a bite and tell you what I think. So bear with me one moment. I don't think we've ever done this before. Live taste testing on the show or something we've never done before. Um. Um, it's not bad. I, I would say um, it probably matches up with what you originally thought, that it kind of, in frozen form, it tastes like nothing. But mm-hmm. I'm going to have another bite, so it can't, can't be too bad. All right, he's, he's going in for another one here. Um, yeah, I, I did have my first ever sip of LMP after buying it in uh, in Ross. Oh, not Ross, sorry, Campbelltown here in Tasmania. There's a lolly shop where they sell, like, um, shit from around oh, the world and stuff. Oh, international. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so, oh, well, I, I, would, I would give that probably a solid um, 6 out of 10. It's probably going to make you feel good on a hot day. Um, how many How many out of 10? Sorry, Nick. Yeah, exactly. That's why I went with 6. <laughs> I knew, I knew like it, but, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, cool. All right, well, yeah, glad we've so, done that. So there you go. So you've, you've learned something today. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but um, the other thing I want to talk to you about is um, this great little Facebook page that I um, stumbled across recently, um, and it's kind of blowing up now, so I thought it would be a good time to talk about it. So um, if, if you want to go and check it out yourself, it's called Shit Towns of New Zealand. Shit Towns um, of New Zealand, okay. Let's, let's and it's, get basi- it's basically um, like somebody going and, and it's like a comedy satire thing, like just taking the piss out of all the little towns in New Zealand. And, um, like, so I'm just going to find the Auckland one because there's probably a few listeners who have actually been to Auckland. So they're right up for Auckland. It starts off by saying, um, uh, a bit of translation for, uh, so Auckland's Maori name is Tamariki Makoto, the city of a thousand lovers, but better translation might be a city of a million fuckwits, the so-called <laughs> super city, also known as Auckland, Dorkland, Jaffa Town, Fuckland, Wankland, Dickland, Shit City, Super Shitty, Wanker City, Asshole City, bag, Big Bag of Dick City, and pretty much any other combination of derogatory words is a sprawling beige suburban shit tropolis built on a top of 50 volcanoes demonstrating the sort of foresight that has led to twin housing and traffic crises. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so that's a, that's a pretty... That's a pretty amazing sentence that it started off with there. It's uh, it's good. I'm actually looking at here. Um, as you're saying, it's taken off. They've, they've had a post here where they've reached 50,000 followers, and they're saying that they're officially a city because they've got more followers in some uh, towns. But I'm seeing here they've got um, shit town power rankings as of, and to date when we're recording this, as of the 3rd of December 2017. So they've got the top 10 here. So number one is Huntley. Which it says underneath it, Gormless Grinch's Trash Santa Float Ruined Christmas. Um, okay. Uh, number two is Napier, Poo in the Water Again. Number three, and I'm going to say this properly, is it Fungarai? Um, Fungarai, yep. Fungarai. Yep. See, I remember the WH. Uh, wastewater Test Show High P Use. Uh, Watara, or is it Fatara? Waitara. Waitara. Uh, Gutless Goons. Burgle. Bur- I don't get these subtitles underneath it. Tamaranui. Tamaranui. Yep. Tamaranui. Yep. So these, the, what, you're, what you're reading out underneath, these are actual like news newspaper headlines from these cities. Oh. So Tamaranui is an interesting one because Tamaranui has got this um, this job available at the moment if anyone wants to move there. 150000 a year. To um, manage, they've got like this little tourist thing. It's like these little golf buggies that run on the railway line, and they kind of go through the historic part of the of the town and stuff. Um, and they can't find anyone to do the job. Like they've been advertising <laughs> since June, and nobody wants to live there because it's so bad. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah, that's a no takes under k job. Christchurch live stink bugs found after fumigation fail. Auckland, a number seven old house dumped on empty land. Uh, Wayne Mata. One of yep, uh, ex chainsaw assailant sentenced for McNugget rage. Uh, Palmerston North lewd lady convicted for public masturbation, and we've all been there. And Akaroa creepy kid tries to steal Megan Markle's undies. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I just thought the fact that the logo for this page is a little turd, and they're yeah, bringing yeah. shit down. The, the best. But the best part of this page is that they do a comment comment of the week because they get lots of people who don't realise that this is like a satire page. They think they, they they think that the writers are actually serious. So the latest one on December the first is like a comment that somebody's put. It says, 
shit right back to you, whoever you are. Shit on your house, shit on your area, shit on you demoralizing, depressive, ignorant, shit slinking punk. <laughs> and they get this on a regular basis as people just ride in and they're like, uh, yeah, they actually think it's for real. But like, there are some funny stuff on here. Like it's somewhere in, oh, where's this? In Dunedin, somebody that went around and swept, swept up all the old cigarette butts and was like scraping out the little bits of, of nicotine, oh, um, um, tobacco out of them and selling them for $15. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. That's funny. Have so they done pretty, Hamilton yet? Have they done Hamilton yet? Oh, they, def- they definitely have done Hamilton. Um, I can't find it. I remember it being um, depressingly accurate when I read it, though. <laughs> I love I found a comment one here. So some of the comments of this week, uh, this is from a few weeks ago. Whoever the shit journalist was wrote this is shit at journalism, shit at not getting their facts right, and obviously had a shit time in twizzle <laughs> while writing their <laughs> shit story. <laughs> hmm, tell us what you really think. Uh, well, the top there's a good one here, which is the top ten top ten signs you live in a shit town. So it's like the ice the eyesight's visitor center is listed in the top ten things to do on TripAdvisor. <laughs> the, mo- the most famous person to come to your town is an animal. Your PE teacher is also your maths teacher and your geography teacher. <laughs> you think vaccinations vaccinations cause autism, but you also think the sensing murder psychics are actually going to solve a case. You still have a video store. The only tourist to come to your town because there was an error in Google Maps. <laughs> you voted national, which people won't get. It's a political party. Um, people talked about things that happened in high school like they were yesterday, even though they're going on 48. Your water is contaminated with fecal matter, but you're more worried about the government using fluoride to control your thoughts. <laughs> and you yell, at your area, you yell your area code at strangers from passing cars, despite the fact that no one under the age of 70 still has a landline. Wow. That's funny. Um... Yeah, well, there we go. This is, we need to keep an eye on this. I'm going to like this page. Um, this is something I think somebody needs to do here in uh, in Tasmania, uh, or something like that. I think we could we could do something on that. But um, I like their review thing at the top of the page. How they've got like quotes, you know, pretty funny. Frankie Stevens, National Treasure, offensive. Todd McClay, Rotorua MP. I laugh. <laughs> yeah. It's mostly true. Vaughn Smith, ZM. Not on. Mikey Havoc, 95B FM. <laughs> uh, just some of the things that they say. That's funny. Um, one thing actually that I tagged you in during the week was, um, the Air New Zealand have a little video out at the moment for the, for the accents to do with Santa. Did you watch that video? I thought it was hilarious. Oh, I, I, haven't, I haven't watched it yet, but I will. It's really funny. So it kind of starts off with like, you know, Santa at his desk with his little elf helper sort of there. And he's like, oh, he's speaking like Mandarin or, you know, Cantonese, he's speaking Chinese at the beginning. And he put a hangs at the phone and then kind of, you see the sign change over to like where the next country is. He's got to get like, um, you know, a uh, request for gifts from. And it comes up with New Zealand and they're like, oh no. Um, and it's kind of like just him on the phone and it's like, oh, you want a, a book of magic trucks, do you? Oh, okay. So we see him like making a book of like trucks flying, like, you know, sort of magic tricks. And then it was like, um, oh, it was like, oh, you would like an airplane. Oh, okay. So you see like a plane <laughs> with ears on it. Um, and it's just, there's even like, so obviously a kid called Ben rings up and it's like, oh yeah. So that's a such and such for Ben. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just—it's hilarious. It's so funny because then you get like the Air New Zealand like flight attendants come in. And they're just like, "Oh, we'll help you out, Santa. Like we can understand the accent. Like the eyes are easy, easy eyes, O's, O's, and just like kind of just explaining the accent. It's so funny. Um, I just love we the did, fact that you guys can do ourselves. that. <laughs> yeah, we clearly don't take ourselves too seriously. Yeah, no, it's it's so well done, but. uh 
Yeah, very good. Uh, just quickly, too, um, the World Cup draw happened. I think you and I are going to talk a lot about this in between now and next year in June. Uh, what were your take on the... I mean, who will you go for, Nick? Now that New Zealand's not there, do you give a shit? Uh, will you go for a team? Well, I mean, I'm I'm always a de facto um, England supporter because of where my, my family's all from there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, um, if I'm being completely and uh, t- totally honest, I haven't seen the World Cup draw. I've heard bits and pieces, but I haven't actually seen it. So I knew that England got, like, a really easy group. They got, like, well, they'll, they'll get beaten by Belgium. But the other two, I think, were, like, Panama and... Um, Oh, Saudi Arabia, maybe? Uh, or Tunisia, like that. Panama, and Belgium. Tunisia. They're in Group yeah. G. Um, that should be an easy group for them to get through, but uh, this is England we're talking about. So, Well, the interesting yeah. thing was that I actually, the FIFA World Cup website does a lot of good articles you follow on social media, and they did one kind of just showing like how many of these consistent matchups are. Like Argentina and Nigeria, again, they've played like each other six times in like the last however many World Cups, but. Uh, for us, Australia, we've gotten your uh, your enemies. We've gotten Peru in our group. Um, oh. we act- and actually, we're pretty satisfied because we generally have bad luck in our World Cup draws, at least in the last three. Like, last World Cup, we were just rooted. We had Spain, the Netherlands, and Chile. We were screwed. Um, and then the one before that was uh, Germany, which was bad for me, um, Ghana and Serbia. And then 2006, we had Japan, Brazil, and Croatia, which we got through. This time around, though, we're pretty satisfied. We've got France as our hard team. But, I mean, look, if we can knock off France in the first game, I'll be a very happy boy. Uh, but, yeah, we've got Peru, and we've got Denmark. I think that's manageable for us. So, um, so, if, so if New Zealand had beaten Peru... You would have been in our group. Played it the same way. We would have been in the same group. Yeah, because that, that could have been that's um because it's kind of they had all the weird rules about obviously how you can't have the same confederations in the same group unless Europe because they kind of but you couldn't have more than two European nations in the one group. But yeah, because we're Asia, you're Oceania, we would have been in the same group. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, eh? How would have that been? But uh, I mean, yeah, like I mean, as you know, obviously I'm paying a lot of attention to Germany as well. I think Germany's got a fairly difficult group with uh, Mexico, Sweden, and uh, Korea. So, you know, um, you know, we undersold Sweden, but they knocked out the Italians. So, I don't know. Yeah, and, and Mexico are kind of on the up as well. But, I mean, I can't see Germany getting knocked out in the group stages. That's, never ha- that would be crazy. Never I mean, happened though. in the history of the World Cup. Germany has never been yeah. eliminated in the group stages. But, I'm, also, I'm, stat, I mean, no team from Group F has ever won the World Cup. Oh, okay. <laughs> well... I um I I'm planning on putting a few uh a few dollars on France to win. They they might ah. to win it. I think I think their time like they either flame out you know spectacularly or they do really really well. And um I think that they they must be on on course. And they've got such a talented team that if they put it together, um I think they've got every chance in the world of winning this thing. Um so yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. So uh, that's kind of who I'm picking. Who, who did Brazil get? Uh, Switzerland, Costa Rica, and Serbia. That's interesting. Group. Yeah, they did. Like some of the groups are kind. I mean, I don't. I actually haven't sort of read a lot of the reaction. The fact that which is the group of death, and because I mean, I think kind of as a lot of people were saying that, given we had so many sort of big teams miss out, you know, there's no Chile, there's no Netherlands, Italy, there's no USA. Kind of like it opens it up a lot more. So I kind of think they were saying with us, for example, in Australia's group, that if we are we get through. Um, that, you know, we're only going to have to probably play, you know, because Argentina should top group D. So then we're only going to have to play like Iceland, Croatia or Nigeria, potentially manageable teams. So they're sort of mentioning, although I guess we would be second, so we would play Argentina. But like hypothetically, we finish on top or Argentina finish second. We could get like an Iceland 
and then, you know, slightly manageable. I mean, a lot of people here in Australia are kind of very, you know, uh, excited about this possibility that we could have a good pass to the quarters. But having said that, we are, I think, the second lowest ranked team in the World Cup, and we kind of don't have a coach at the moment. So... <laughs> Our coach quit after we yeah, got qualified. Um, so, <laughs> well, I mean, you guys made you guys made pretty hard work of the whole qualifying thing. It probably shouldn't have been that hard, but uh, no. it kind of all goes out. The, it goes out the window when you get to the the actual thing, doesn't it? Because you only got to win two games, you're into the the playoffs, and then anything can happen. Really, we, so, we've never we've never yeah. played it. Like, I mean, you know, barring the exception of 1974, I cannot remember it because I wasn't born. And I think we, from memory, had like both Germany's and freaking Russia or something like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, all three of our World Cups that I've been alive at least to witness, obviously 2006 we played very well because we made it through to the second round and it was robbed by the cheating Italians. Um, you know, 2010 we got thrashed by Germany, but we kind of came very close to going through after uh, drawing with Ghana and then we beat Serbia. Uh, and then last World Cup, even though we were in the group of death, we actually held our own. Like, we, you know, got very close to Chile. We kind of should have drawn against the Dutch, um, and then we kind of got, you know, butt-raped by the Spanish. But it didn't really matter at that point because, like, there was a dead rubber. So, um, yeah, uh, we at least gave Spain their only win of the last World Cup. So, you know, if you like the Spanish, there you go. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of it's exciting now, isn't it? Because I guess we kind of have now locked in sort of these groups and everything so we can kind of talk a little bit more about it, which I'm sure you and I will sort of in the lead-up to, to June next year. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to have a bit of a, a, a more serious think about this. I mean, just, just looking at the groups, I mean, you're right, there isn't really a group of death, but there's lots of groups where there seems like one obvious winner, and then the other three, it could be any of those, that could be, you know, one of any of those three teams that makes it through. So, you know, I mean, look at Group D. I mean, you, you'd expect Argentina are probably going to walk through that group, but Iceland, Croatia, Nigeria, I can see all, I mean, they're ranked 17th, 22nd, and 50th. I mean, that, that's really nothing in terms of, of FIFA rankings. You know, that could be anyone. Mm. Then you look at Group A, and their rankings are like 65, 63, 31, 21. I mean, that's crazy to have all of them in one group. So, you know, anything is possible. There's no big group that's got, like, you know, absolute superstars in it. But, um, yeah, I think it's, it's actually quite an even, and one of the most even kind of draws I've ever seen now that I've actually stopped and looked at it. And I love the fact that the opening game will be between traditional rivals, Russia and Saudi Arabia. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which, yeah. you know... Oh, wait. Huge game that will be to sell the World Cup in 2018. Don't take away. I yeah. like Russia. You know, the Russians, they're listening. They're probably going to, like, attack me, but whatever. Nick, always fun. Uh, we'll keep an eye on shit towns of New Zealand and everything else in between. But, uh, as always, we appreciate your time on the show. And uh, happy Star Wars week, of course, at least by the time of us releasing it. Uh, we can find out your thoughts, perhaps, uh, in the coming days of what you think of uh, The Last Jedi. Yeah, no, I look forward to that. And um, go and get yourself a, an LMP fruit juice. That's the point of the show where I'm going to press a button. Flash you back with something from the year 2010. I said 2011 at the top of the show, but for some reason we're going back to 2010. So we're ticking off the best of list from 2010. And uh, if you've probably heard several times, we used to have a segment on the show called the Friday Five. Well, basically, we brought five things to you that we thought were kind of appropriate to talk about, and we decided that we would read them out to you every Friday. So this is kind of the best bits of the final five that are the Friday five. I really need to learn how to uh, speak properly here, don't I? Uh, from 2010. Five in the air. Let's do it together. Five to the side. Who cares about the weather? 
the Friday Five. You're bobbing your little head there, Anthony, weren't you? I was. I did like that song. You're I did getting like down to the, you're yeah. getting to the music. Uh, five reasons Australia should declare war on Justin Bieber. Now, this is breaking news, Anthony, because these are five reasons why they should. And you agree with every one of them because you're paying attention. <laughs> I do pay attention to Ben. Are you ready to listen to them? I am, Ben. Let's go. Number one, anybody with a helmet haircut shouldn't be allowed to roam the streets freely. Um, I don't mind. Um, he, he does suit the helmet. Number bit. two, he caused a disturbance amongst Australian teenage girls, which just isn't cricket. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's funny, Anthony. You've got to laugh. Yeah, that's I, why we, I laugh. You know what we don't have? We what? don't have those sound effects. We're meant to have those sound effects for like when people get those answers right or wrong in the quiz, but we don't have I'm suing. Uh, number three, his voice is worse for airplanes than the Icelandic volcano. Can you pronounce that volcano, Anthony? What? It was Ambassador of the Week last week. Where was it? I'll, I'll get it for you in just a All second. Right, number four, do we really need a reason? He declared Iraq war on Iraq without one. Who wrote this? Uh, the Friday Five crew. And number <laughs> five, the fifth reason why Australia should declare war on this segment, on Justin Bieber, is because along with Grey's Anatomy, he's the biggest threat to human existence. Oh, no, you didn't! Oh, but you can't do uh, an American. <laughs> you saved yourself a lawsuit then. <laughs> The Friday Five this week is five things that cost the Socceroos. These are the five reasons, as my pen gets thrown around, thrown, uh, the reasons why Socceroos did not make it through to the round of 16 at the World Cup. Number one, Pim Verbake. Yes. Number two, Roberto Rossetti. He was the Italian referee in the match against Ghana last Saturday. Hopeful, pitiful effort. What's number three? Pim Verbeek! He's back. He's back. He's back with a vengeance. Uh, he's Verbeek. Verbeek? No, I didn't They're work. calling him Minibus, aren't they? <laughs> I don't know, are they? he's half a coach. Ooh. <laughs> there you go. There's some one for the book. There's some wit for you this that morning. That book is getting full this morning. The writers really need to be in contact. Uh, number four, Tim Cahill. Why is he on the lease? He kind of put a goal in the net. Maybe getting red carded against Germany. Who knows? Anyway. Uh, Should have been there. Then number five. Drum roll. Pim Verbeek. <laughs> it's hilarious, isn't it? It's a bit it? of a letdown, really. I think. <laughs> Aussie. didn't build the tension or anything. It Aussie is. Pim. Uh, Aussie Pim. Oh, look, they've started again. He's no Goose, you know. Everybody loved Goose. Aussie Goose had the T-shirts made and everything like that. And there's no, none of that. It's the opposite. You know, they want to... Send him ship. Well, people have been counting down to the day that he leaves from before the World Cup. <laughs> He's not yeah. a very exciting person when you see we're him. We're off him, aren't we? Uh, mm. a, a good. You obviously sound like you're a bit of a student of the game. A good mm. coach is that hard to find? <laughs> Can't we? Like they got that Australian guy that's been around. And he was the temporary coach. Yeah, yeah. He was. All Surely, right. isn't there a young? Sort of prodigy coming through the coaching ranks? I would think. I would go out on a limb and say someone like Craig Foster, the SBS guy who does it with Les Murray, he's a very intelligent man, and I think he would know what he's doing a little bit more than somebody like that. You have no idea who we're talking about. I, I know who Craig Foster is just because I've seen him on SBS. Friday Five. Okay, <laughs> five reasons to get excited about me going away. Now, look, I don't think this is very nice. I'm, I'm going to have words to the Friday Five crew about this. I bet you wrote this, Anthony Moran. I probably Facebook did. off. 
Eyes to me. Oh, my eyes are all over you, Ben. Uh, all over you. By the way, I'll be in Melbourne the first of the... Oh, oh look, he's switched out of his Facebook. How convenient. Uh, these are five reasons <laughs> to get excited about me going away. Uh, number one, there'll be no Ben in Australia for a month. That's not nice. Uh, number two, the brink gets to spread around the world. Well, it already does anyway. It's a disease. You've got to go to the doctor to get yeah, checked out. That's what I've got right now. Yeah, I heard about that, actually. I heard about that from those various people. Brinkitis. Yes. Oh, look, it's it's brinkital warts. Um, number three, that suspicious odour won't be around anymore. Sorry about that. Yes. I, I have a problem. Yes, you um, do. <laughs> but, you know, I'm seeing a doctor tomorrow. Uh, number four, the fourth reason to get excited about me going away. Anthony won't show up, won't not show up anymore, at least for a month anyway. Oh, that's lovely. I like that one. And the fifth reason to get excited about me going away, there isn't really any more exciting... What? There isn't really any more, though, just those four, because we know you'll miss Ben. What? Clearly, as you can tell, uh, my... Inability to speak um, hasn't necessarily just been a, a new thing recently. It's been a couple of weeks since I've been able to press this button. What does Dakota say? Oh, what does Dakota say? Because Dakota Leary's with me. Hello, Dakota. Hello. Is there actually is there, is there an actual um, thing for me? Well, you listen to the show every week, Dakota. You tell me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Avid yeah. listener of the Brink, subscriber, I see. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Mm. Well, let's just say no, there isn't. Um, so you'll have to listen okay, to see if I'm right. telling the truth or not. I'm going to have to then, won't I? Yes, but you, I know you won't, but anyway. Um, how, how's it How's it gone? Um, what's been cracking? Not not. Not a lot? Yep. Oh, that's interesting. Cool. All right, Dakota, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Um, you didn't I, win. Hold on. No, just, oh, hang on. Well, will you say first? I've, I've, I've discovered things. <laughs> You've discovered something? Oh, fine. Yeah. Yeah? You what what have you discovered? That you can talk on it? That's or weird. Something? Um I don't this is obviously like a fault or something. <laughs> if I put my put my phone or if I put my hand over the phone if I put a finger right. over the camera on my phone, yeah. the whole screen goes black. Yeah, because there's a sensor in it which is kind of when you put it to your ear so that you don't um press any of your buttons on screen. Uh, yeah, yep. There's like a, yeah, now yeah. I feel a bit dumb. Yeah, probably. You're meant to be like <laughs> a millennial or something, so you're meant to know yeah. these things, not me. But, um, yes. you know, Bugger. yeah. I thought, thought, thought my phone was faulty. No, no, it's <laughs> it's a sensor. Um, you didn't win. You're not the Australian of the Year for Tasmania. I, I didn't win. Some bloody dentist won. <laughs> well, it wasn't the one that I thought was going to win. Um, Which one? Did, yeah, the refugee. I thought the refugee person was going to win, but it wasn't at the Aboriginal uh, dentist or something. Yep, some just dentist. Cool. Some tw- some twenty nine year old dentist. Look, I tell you what, Dakota. Like, get yourself nominated again, and like your story was great. You know, like thoroughly deserved. But like, go into it and say, as an Aboriginal, Dakota did this, did this, did this, and then you'll have a better chance of winning. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So definitely. that's where you or, went wrong. Dakota moved here from Syria. Yes. <laughs> War-torn Syria. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and after Dakota battling has, <laughs> battling yeah. through Manus Island. <laughs> yeah. Dakota has suffered with the loss of one of his arms, one of his legs, <laughs> and his entire brainstem. Um, <laughs> but this hasn't stopped Dakota achieving his goals. He was cruelly spoiled of season four of Game of Thrones, but he did not let this affect his life. He went and binge-watched it quickly enough that it didn't ruin his chances of enjoying it. Um. The, the, red, 
the the red wedding scarred him like <laughs> to all to all ends. But he didn't let this affect his schoolwork and his youth has um commitment. Did you did you at least have an enjoyable evening uh, at the awards ceremony? Ah, uh, I couldn't even drink. Why? I had to drive. Oh, boo. Uh, I know. Who'd you go with? Who was your date? Um, my left hand. Oh, so you went by yourself? Yeah. Where's your girlfriend? I, I don't know where she was. She was doing something else. Wow, you see. you two are close. Yeah, evidently. <laughs> I love that. Where's your girlfriend? I don't know. Doing something else? <laughs> oh, it's love. True love, uh, definitely. Twenty seventeen, um, but I guess um, you did. You say you were running for council for Glenorchy, or not anymore? Uh, or? Not anymore. Oh, just because you thought you would be unfairly going to win, or something like that, or no? It's because I'm not an Aboriginal. Oh, of course. <laughs> no, it's, it costs too much money to do a campaign. How much does it cost? Like excess of like eight thousand bucks. Jeez, well you've got that, don't you? You're rich, aren't you? I don't have eight thousand bucks. <laughs> um, well, that's a bit of a shame. Couldn't you've like campaigned and gotten some of these like you know people out there? I'm sure Hamez would have given you a bit of money. Probably could have, but I haven't. So. No. All right. Well, it's, it's kind of yeah. you know this is the thing. If people had have given us dim sims all these years ago, we could have like raised funds for you or something. I don't know how that ties uh, know, into. Right? Dim yeah. Sims, but um, you it's said... It's always to... about the Dim Sims. Yeah, it's always about the Dim Sims. You said to yeah. me, uh, when I said to you Did before I? I pressed record, well, you're about to hear what you said. Um, okay. I said, what do you want to talk about? And you said, we could talk about the Marvel movies. So, um, let's talk about them. What do you want to talk about, the Marvel movies? <laughs> well, I just noticed in your Facebook that you'd um, seen them all. Finally, recently, yep. And ranked and ranked them all. Yeah, yeah. Are you, are you, a, are you a Marvel fan, Dakota? I am a huge Marvel. Oh, oh, not just a fan. You're a yeah. huge. Yeah, Whoa, shit got real. Fan, yeah. All right. So, yeah. what did you think of my uh, my rankings then? I thought and I'll just get them up. Actually, <laughs> well, Viagra is helps there, but um, I'm surprised you got more than one. But okay, that was a bad right. joke. Move um, on. Yep, it was. <laughs> I think. They are inaccurate. Oh, oh, okay, good. All right, what? Oh. Give me what? What's what are some of the standouts there for you that think are inaccurate? Well, I think Thor Ragnarok should be much higher. Really? Uh, it's only you've only got ten. Yeah, but I only saw that last night at the time of recording this. Um, I uh, I didn't enjoy Ant Man. Really? So Ant Man was awesome. I liked it, but um, I thought I'd put Doctor Strange as my number one. Yeah, well, I was I was tossing and turning between maybe yeah. swimming because I I really enjoy Doctor Strange, but um, yeah. I don't know. I think I I love Benedict Cumberbatch, um, you know, Tilda Swinton, all those sort of you know, Mads Mikkelsen. I love all the cast, but yeah. I think kind of what won Ant Man over for me is I just love Paul Rudd too much, and Evangeline Lilly's in it, Michael yeah, Douglas, yeah. you know, Bobby Cannavale. I, I just the cast is so good, and it's just yeah. fun. Like it reminded me so much of kind of like early two thousands origin comic book movies like the original spider-man you know like kind of just like and it it, like i know there are tie-ins in it but like i guess kind of what also took me away a lot with ant-man and dr strange too that i enjoyed is that while there are tie-ins and connections to the other movies they don't overdo it and sometimes i feel that they just overdo it too much and it's kind of yeah i don't know that's my opinion okay and i put i put guardians of the galaxy one and two as two and three Mm mm-hmm 
So you like one better four. than number two, or did you like? Num- I, did, I did like one better than number two. Okay, I like two better um, than one one, but one was still yeah, brilliant. I, I can see that. Um, then I put Thor as number four. As in Ranga Ragnarok, 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 yeah. Um, then number five would be the first Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six would be the first Thor. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. I'm glad there's a. I'm glad yeah. there's another person because like everyone seems to go off on me for that one. Like, ah, oh, Thor's yeah. too high. Like, I really like the I like, first I Thor. Like, I like Thor. Thor's my favorite superhero. Yes, yeah, so Thor's probably. I I, I didn't really have much of an opinion on Thor. Uh, but I don't know. I've come around a lot yeah. on him. I, I really like know. him. I don't know whether it's because I like Thor or I just like um, the way um, Hemsworth. old mate Chris plays him. Yeah, yeah I, I've come so much around on Chris Hemsworth. As somebody who watched him on Home yeah. and Away and just did not like him, he just, like, I don't know. I've just really come full circle on yeah. the guy. I really like him. I can't not like Love Chris Hemsy. Hemsworth. Yeah. Love Hemsy. Um Then Civil War would be number seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't like the Iron Man movies until Iron Man 3. Oh, wow, really? Iron Man 3? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, I found them a bit boring. Oh, the first Iron Man's a classic. Come on. Yeah. I hated Hulk. Oh, God. Wow. I, see, I think Hulk's underrated. I can see why people just want to ignore it, because it kind of feels yeah. very disjointed from the entire franchise. But um, I liked Edward Norton as the Hulk, and I kind of wish he had stayed on. Not that I don't like Mark Ruffalo, but I don't know. I just kind of like Edward Norton as a Hulk. Yeah, fair enough. Um, One of the few I, that I've saw at the movie. I actually saw the Hulk at the movies, funnily enough. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Um, wasn't a fan of the first Captain America. No, me neither. It was, you know, I mean, yeah. it was good, but it wasn't the best. Yeah, it wasn't. Mm. It hasn't been a there terrible one. None of the, there's none of these films I hate. It's just yeah, there yeah. was there was too much of Steve and not enough of Captain America. Yeah, I, I like I do like um Hugo Weaving though. Like he makes a great villain. Uh, so I mean, I'll give him the red red yeah. skull or whatever he was. He was cool. Yeah. Um. Thor 2 was yeah. shit. Oh, it was just... It was average. I was just like, eh. Yeah, the, what is it? The Dark World. Or Dark whatever. World. Poor old yeah. Natalie just got reverted to a damsel in distress. Yeah, well, basically. Um, yeah, that's all of them. That's covered it, I think. See, like, Thor Ragnarok was interesting because, I mean, yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I really like the character of Thor. Mm. Loved the first one. The second one was a bit of a disappointment. Yeah. And I just kind of, like, I'd heard a lot about it, you know what the the tone and kind of they shifted in that. And, like, yeah. it's not that I didn't enjoy it. It just felt weird because, like, it just seemed like they turned it too much into Guardians of the Galaxy and just went too heavy on the it comedy. Did, it did seem a bit Guardians of the Galaxy. Which, but... like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's kind of like, and I don't know if you'd get yeah. this explanation. Even, like, the, even the poster looks a bit Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Yeah, but, like, yeah. when I saw Skyfall for the first time, like the James Bond yeah. film, like, it's not that I didn't like it. It just didn't feel like a James Bond film to me. It's a great film. It's just, if you watch all the Bond films, it feels so out of place on the Bond canon. But it's still yeah. a great film. It's kind of like, this is what I feel kind of like with Ragnarok. It's like, it's it's a great film. Like, it's funny. It's fun. It's enjoyable. And, you know, it, the music's great. Like, just the, the edit, just, it's it's a fun movie to just pop in and watch. But, like, it just, it if you watch this back-to-back with Thor 1 and 2... You'd feel like you're just watching something completely different. So yeah, um, it does. Um, but I think that's just the um, they sort of rebooted Thor after I guess yeah, um, they, the second one. They rebooted the whole kind of um, Marvel universe, Marvel um, Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Um, after like Avengers: Age of Ultron, kind true, of came, true, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's interesting. All the yeah, go all ahead. The sorry, different superheroes are given you know a bit more personality and stuff, especially Hulk. 
It's. I mean, I oh, look. I, I. I'd like them to do another standalone Hulk film, but you know, there's issues around that because Universal technically own the rights to this yeah. standalone, so they only allow him to be used in kind of like co-films. But um, yeah. I think like I don't know if you've ever seen the movie The Curse, uh, The Hunt for the Wilder People, which uh, the director Taika Waititi, who did Thor <clears throat> Ragnarok, a New Zealand director, he's filmed before that the. Hunt for the Wilder People. Very, very popular New Zealand film. It's only about a year old. It's hilarious. It's so funny. Um, and, like, you just... You feel the style of that film. Like, that... Um, the rock sort of New Zealand monster who's kind of like, oh, this is my friend. Oh, he's dead. Oh, no, bro, he's not dead. Like, I mean, he's hilarious. That's so, like, New Zealand stuff. And, like, the... Um, yeah. Jeff Goldblum's the Grandmaster's, like, that woman who's, like, his guard. Like, she was a cop in... You know, like, there's just so many people kind of from that. Yeah. Uh, it's a brilliant film, but you can just tell that style that he brought to it. And, again, it's... I just... I didn't not like it. Ooh. It's just, if you're watching this... Like, and I watched binge-watched these in close succession, so it kind of feels a little bit out of place in How... some aspects, but it just... It feels so Guardians to me. Yeah. How did you watch them? Did you, um... Uh, uh, downloaded them, sort of. <laughs> I mean, I saw yeah, Thor right. at the movies. I, I did go and pay to see that. That's all I need to know. Uh, um, oh, no, I did own, I like, um, I, I owned a couple and kind of, I sold all my DVDs, so I, like, I ripped some to my computer, but, um, yeah, yeah for the most part, I downloaded them. Uh, legally or illegally, you decide. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do need to, um, bring that kind of Guardians of the Galaxy into the, um, other ones because the Guardian's going to be in the next. Um, well, they're all going to be Avengers in Infinity movie. War, aren't they? So, they're like every yeah. single one of them. Which, yeah, I mean, it's and look, I I think kind of what I was saying about Ant Man and Doctor Strange, like Guardians, they're both very disjointed. Like, there's really no connections except for the Infinity Stones, um, yeah. and and uh, the big bad dude who's going to be the big bad in in fin- uh, Infinity War. Um, yeah. But it's, it's kind of interesting. It's like, I mean, I'd kind of going into this whole thing to catch up. Like, I'd, I'd seen Iron Man. Um, I'd seen The Hulk because I saw that in the movies. And uh, Spider-Man I went and saw last year because I just love Spider-Man. So, yeah. um, it's kind of... Yeah, I mean, I, I, look, I'm completely honest. I'm, a D, I'm more of a DC man still. I thoroughly enjoy yeah, all the okay. DC movies, even though they get ripped to shit. Uh, I love Justice League. Um, and oh, I, I would... You didn't? Or? I enjoyed Justice League. You did oh, okay. It's one one of only two two DC movies I've actually enjoyed. In what was the other one? Wonder Woman, probably. Uh, Suicide Squad. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Oh, Usually people hate that one the most. Thought about Wonder Woman. I liked Wonder Woman. It's just I think I mean we just covered that on the Oz Network. I, I just think they're so underrated, and I, I can get why they get the criticism, especially coming off Marvel movies. Yeah. But I think kind of what's so great about both the DC and the Marvel sort of extended universe is that they're just different. Like. If you want yeah. your kind of light, fun, sort of action, you know, sort of movies, go watch the Marvel movies. And, like, the, yeah. they don't make... There's not a bad Marvel movie. And it's kind of... Even the ones that are considered bad are still watchable and enjoyable. Yeah. Whereas, like, the DC ones, like, that's the tone of DC. They're always going to be dark and gritty and try and yeah, be more DC realistic. Yeah, a, a lot more darker. And, yeah. and I love it. I just... Yeah. I don't know. I just really like... Oh, like, Suicide Squad, like, you know, even their light version. I'm just like, Suicide Squad's just so fun. And the soundtrack's yeah. amazing, and just, like, I love Will Smith and Margot Robbie, Viola Davis. Like, it's a great cast as well. I do really like Jason Momoa mm. in Aquaman. Oh, yeah. That's my kind of... That's my thing. I, I loved... Um, oh, I can't remember his name now. Flash. And uh, Cyborg's awesome. 
Uh, I loved Henry Cavill. Like, I mean, I was kind of indifferent on him as Superman, but I, I do <coughs> love. I loved him in Justice League. That was his best Why Superman is, performance. I don't like Superman as a character. Oh, he's my Batman. favorite. Superman and Batman yeah. are my two favorites. So, Batman's uh, just boring, and Superman's just way too overpowered. But I, I just ah, uh, actually, it's, it's funny. I, I watched a list recently on YouTube. It was the top ten most powerful superheroes. Yeah. Uh, and who do you think would be number one on that list? Surely Superman. And he's like number nine. Um, really? so yeah, according Who's to like, one? well, this was like, they'd ranked it mainly according to like their powers and, and like the comic books yeah. and that, um, number one was the silver surfer from the fantastic what? four. Cause he can like, and it was interesting how they explained it. Cause they were like, you know, if you read into it, he can like, uh, like uh, destroy planets and shape shift and basically is completely indestructible. Uh, and like true, Do- Dr. Yeah. Strange is apparently more powerful than Superman because he too can destroy planets and bend yeah. time and kind of what yeah. he can do. Well, um, the thing I didn't like about Justice League um, was the end where it's all like, oh, this guy's so hard to defeat. Oh, here's Superman. Yeah, we've won. Cool. Which, I mean, yeah, like the, the one thing is kind of it's fun to analyze the, the Justice League because, yeah, at the end of the day, do you need a league <laughs> because Superman's yeah. so powerful? Um, yeah. I mean, it's Maybe at least when the um the te- whole team of bad guys come along, it might be a bit different. Yeah, like the the Injustice yeah. League or whatever the tease yeah, was the at Injustice, the end. I don't know what um, called, yeah. but yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. At least with like uh the Avengers, you know, you would argue that at least at this point in the cinematic universe, they're kind of even. I mean, Thor, I think, is underplayed because Thor is more powerful than Superman according to this well, list because he's he a god. Is, he is. <laughs> he's after Ragnarok, definitely. Yeah, so I mean, it's kind of it's yeah. um. You know, Thor's powers are sort of underutilized, and then I mean, I, I like a superhero who kind of has actual powers. Like, I mean, you know, I know I'm saying Ant Man's my favorite film, and yeah. I know Ant Man has no powers except for the suit. Um, yeah. But like, I mean, that's why I kind of like I always like Superman over Batman because Batman's cool. Of course, I get why Batman's so popular, and Batman has the greatest villains in all of comic books. And that's one thing yeah. DC does better is villains for sure. Like. There, I mean, yeah. you look at all 17 of the Marvel films, like, who are the memorable villains? Like, there's just maybe two that are, like, decent enough that yeah, you would think probably, are cool? Probably just Loki, to be honest. Oh, well, Loki's a stand-up, yeah. but I mean, you know, like, I liked um, Michael Keaton as Vulture. He was kind of cool in Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, Ultron, Ultron was a good villain. Eh, he was okay. Despite not being, like, a human. I liked Kurt Russell, the fact he was kind of a planet in <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. 2. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, DC just does villains so much better. I mean, for God's sake, they had a whole movie around villains. That's how yeah. good their villains they do are. Do villains better, yeah. But yeah, but like, I, you know, I mean, Batman's cool, but like, he has no superpowers. Like, I, I just love that line in Justice League. What's your superpower? I'm rich. Yeah. Um, you know, like yeah. Iron Man, he's got no superpowers. He's just got a suit. Um, yeah. you know, things like that. So I, I appreciate it when like, they actually have superpowers. Um, but I think. Iron Man suits a bit better than Batman suits. Oh, for sure, 100%. Yeah. Um, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but I think kind of, you know, it's it's different. Like, Iron Man's obviously more flamboyant playboy out there in public. He's telling the world who he is. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Bruce Wayne is more sort of reclusive and gritty and kind of, you know, stays in the shadows and kind of that way. Um, so that's kind of yeah. the parallel. Like, it's, it's interesting if you actually analyse each of the universes kind of, all their superheroes are kind of the same. Like, each has, like, a version of each other, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, like, you know, Batman and Iron Man are kind of the same character. Yeah. You know, like, Wonder yeah. Woman and um, Thor are, or, you know, Wonder Woman's kind of in between Thor and Captain America in many ways. Yeah. Um, I'd say Aquaman's a bit more like Thor. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. 
Maybe that's yeah, interesting. Um, but you know, I just it's kind of it's just fascinating. There's actually a good video, um, a Watch Mojo video on YouTube, which is like main differences between DC and Marvel, which is kind of like it's a very good watch and it's it like makes you kind of you know think about. It. And the one thing actually that is like I'd never thought about in watching this video is that Marvel takes place in the real world, as in like. Yeah. New York and, you know, places yeah, that are yeah. real. Whereas DC, they're all yeah. made up places, you know, Metropolis, Gotham, you know, Midway yeah. City. Like, I'm, I mean, it's, it's obvious when you hear it, but then it's kind of like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, I do really enjoy the whole, yeah. Which, I, I mean, like they that. they each have their pros and cons because, like, Marvel's kind of cool that it's like it's happening in our world. Uh, whereas DC's kind of cool because they've got, you know, creative freedom. They can do what the hell they want with these cities. Yeah. You know, they're not restricted to what's in the real world. So... Um, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's a ton. I mean, like you're, you know, you're too young, I guess, to kind of remember, um, the initial sort of boom in the early 2000s when all these superhero movies kind of became a thing. Like, yeah, I've uh, never seen the original Batman movie. Well, I, I remember, so you were born in 98, weren't you? All the original Spider-Man movies. Oh, wow. How, you've got to see them. Um, yeah, I remember in 98 going to see Batman and Robin. We won a double parcel, which is universally regarded as one of the worst superhero movies of all time. It's so campy and over the top and terrible, but it's just, it's almost so bad. It's fun. Um, but like in the early 2000s, like, you know, when the X-Men movies first started coming out and then, yeah, the first Spider-Man, you've got to see that. That's like Spider-Man 1 and 2 in the original sort of ones. I mean, especially Spider-Man 2 is regarded as one of the best films of all time, not even just comic book films. It's like, it's a great film. Um, and I personally prefer Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man over Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield. So that's just a personal preference. Okay. But um, I can see why Tom Holland is so popular because he's more yeah. closely related to the comic book than either well, Parker, uh, Maguire, or Garfield were. I haven't actually seen Spider-Man: Homecoming yet either. Even well, it's. I mean, I think if you watch I them, I don't. I just don't enjoy Spider-Man as a superhero. <laughs> it's interesting. Like it, it, when you, they're all got different styles. Like I'm not a. I mean, the Andrew yeah. Garfield ones were okay. I didn't like the Amazing Spider-Man two. I thought that was rubbish. Um, but. I mean, he's okay. I'm not saying he's terrible, but yeah, I totally like watch the original trilogy. Spider-Man three is often regarded mm. as pretty terrible, although I kind of like Spider-Man three. But it's just, it's yeah. just different. It's just a different feel because like this is back when superhero movies weren't all connected. They were just their own thing, and yeah. you know, it's just, it just makes for a different sort of take on it. And the one thing that I really liked about Tobey Maguire's, and like I didn't realize this was a thing because I never read the comics is that in his version of Spider-Man, his web is kind of like, it's when he gets bitten by the spider, it comes out of his wrist, so it's like kind of part of him. Yeah. He doesn't create the web shooter, which is obviously what Peter Parker does. So I kind of like that fact that it's part of him and not an artificial creation. Um, So that's just a little thing kind of on it. But yeah, no, the the, the original Spider-Man trilogies are fun. They're they're really good. Green Goblin, Willem Dafoe, I interviewed Willem Dafoe, and uh, yeah, he's an iconic villain. This is when when these superhero yeah. movies are great villains as well. So yeah, yeah. And one that I mean, if, I know you don't really like Superman, but I always loved um, the 2006 Superman Returns, which I kind of can't say this now. Three months ago, I got away with saying this, and I was fine. But now I can't. Um, I loved Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor. Now I can't say that. Yeah. Um, you still can. <laughs> okay, ignoring Kevin Spacey in real yeah. life as a huge fan of his acting. Um, yeah, he's still a good actor, yeah. Uh, I loved him as Lex Luthor. So, yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, who thought a couple of months ago I couldn't live in a world where I could utter the phrase, I love Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Well, it's um, not funny, but, uh, yeah, one of my friends, um, his favourite actor was Kevin Spacey. 
Look, it's just, it's hard. Cause and like, he's like, fuck. Like, imagine if, like, and this will never happen because the guy is God amongst men. But if this happened against Kevin yeah. Bacon all of a sudden, like, holy crap, we're just dead. Yeah. I just couldn't, I, I couldn't live. I was upset about Don Burke, to be honest. <sighs> Look. Like, mate, Don Burke. The, dif- the, the, the difference is with Don Burke and Kevin Spacey is, like, did Don Burke actually touch anyone yeah. or did he just, a, like, yeah. be a bit of a prick? Like, I think there's a I difference. Think he was just a bit of a prick. But, yeah. I mean, look, this is a whole other kettle of fish in terms of talking about this sort of stuff. But, like, you know, like, everything in history is going to come back and bite everybody at some point because, yeah. you know, it's just that's the thing now. Like, oh, in 1998, you commented on my breasts. That's sexual harassment. Hashtag me too. Like, yeah, come on. Much. Like, ah. <laughs> uh, there's, yeah. there's a difference between educating people and just digging up the past to create a thing out of it. Like, yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah. I know. I know. Sorry, but, sorry, sorry, Dakota, we're not allowed to say that. We're white males. We're straight white males. Oh, fuck. We're not allowed to have an opinion. Sorry, guys. We're privileged. Yelling. We're privileged, everyone. Sorry, not allowed to express Damn. an opinion on these issues. I apologize. We'll go back I mean, to our non-opinionated worlds. I don't know about yourself, but I'm a fifth-generation Irishman, so... <laughs> We weren't treated very well in the past. Well, I'm a, I'm a, what am I, third? No, if my grandma's Scottish, what does that make me? Second generational Scottish? First gen? No. Sure. Well, I'm Scottish, quarter Scottish. There we go, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um, we were treated like yeah. shit by the British? Yeah. The English? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm like one-eighth Swedish. I think, like, where's, where's, the Norwegians where's, hated us or something, so... Where's our Irish rights and where's our <laughs> Scottish What about rights? Tasmanian rights? Huh? Yeah. You know? Fucking A. <laughs> Fucking A. Fucking A. Fucking A. That's your defence yeah. in court. Uh, Dakota, why do you wish to defend yourself? Fucking, Fucking A. A. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. Now, I don't, look, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure we'll probably get you on before Christmas. Um, but what, what, what does Dakota do on Christmas? Let's just imagine we don't get you um, back on. But, like, what do you do? Generally nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Cool. All right. Yeah, well, a bit of a Grinch. Bit of a Grinch. You, you just don't like Christmas, or it's just something you just never yeah. done, it's, or it's just, a, it's just a day. It's just, just a, a day to you. Yeah. So you'd be the type of person that if you had a job, you would put your hand up to work on Christmas Day. Probably, yeah. Def. Oh, almost definitely. Yeah. I've worked on Christmas Day. It's terrible. I hated it beyond belief. Why? Because uh, I love Christmas. It's like my favorite time of year. Although, like in the last year or so, it maybe has. It's become a little bit more difficult for various reasons, but um. Mm. Yeah, two years ago, I worked Christmas Day when I was at the Mercury, and um, that was that, like, stinking hot Christmas. It was, like, 36 degrees. Um, and, yeah, it's not fun. It's just not fun working Christmas Day. <laughs> I mean, if you don't like Christmas, sure, it's fine. Like, who cares? Because you don't like Christmas. Um, um, yeah. We just disconnected for a bit. Then. Oh, did we? Oh, well, I was just yeah. saying about if you don't like Christmas, it doesn't matter, <laughs> but I like Christmas, so it matters. So that's my story. Okay, cool. <laughs> you didn't miss <laughs> much. I, I accidentally um, got out of the messenger app. And yeah, well, this is you just discovering shit on your phone. Oh, look, I can close things. Um, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that it would um, cancel the call, but yeah. Oh, look, we're just like talking about everything. ended the call. And had to oh, did it? Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about everything yeah. here. I mean, again, I don't like. I legitimately do not know if I will get you on again before the end of the year just with how our schedules generally yeah. work out. But... Um, I don't. Did we talk about Formula One that ended recently? We can talk we about that quickly. About Formula One yet? All right, let's do it. Sure. This segment's going on forever. Who gives a shit? No one's listening. Um, yeah. 
cares? You know, 2017, Formula One season. You're a happy Lewis Hamilton fan, I guess? I am a happy Lewis Hamilton fan. Yeah, he won. But, yeah, yeah, he won. Are you over him he's, or are you still into him? Or? He's, no, he's won, like, a heat. And, yes. Um, like, it's, I, he's still my favourite driver, but, like, it's not really like, a, yeah, Lewis Hamilton won. It's kind of, yeah, he won again. Cool. Yeah. I'm just over yeah. it. <laughs> like, I, I, just, like yeah. I don't dislike him, but every year I like him less, if that makes sense. So, yeah. I just, I just honestly, and it's, a, I guess, a controversial opinion because you can't compare periods of time in Formula 1 because errors are different, cars are different, rules yeah, yeah. are different, right, right, everything's... I understand that theory. I just honestly do not believe his pole position record holds as much weight as some of the other records out there. I just don't. I just can't I respect it. I don't think it maybe holds as much as Michael Schumacher. Well, I'd say, I'd, I'd say even more um, Senna. I mean, this comes from a Schumacher fan. Well, I, like, a lot of people say that Senna is, like, such a great, like, driver, but I don't really, like... The thing with Senna is that he was always pushing as hard as he could, and so, of course, he'd get, you know, the results. I just think... Yeah, I'm not, the like... The other drivers are kind of just, like... Um, Senna raced with his heart. Schumacher kind of built a team around himself um, and kind of was... Like, they've all got their elements to it. And, like, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of... I've never been the hugest Senna fan in terms of what everybody talks about him. But, I mean, after seeing the documentary, you kind of can't not respect the guy. But I guess my point is, it's like, at least with Senna and Schumacher's pole position records, they did it in cars that weren't necessarily the best cars and they kind of had to fight that. Like, Lewis Hamilton has never not been in a top team. Lewis Hamilton is... The Ferraris of 2000, 2001, 2003, 2004. Yeah, but I mean, the Ferraris of 96, 97, 98, 99 weren't the best car yeah. in the field. The Benetton yeah, of 94, they... 93, 92 wasn't the best car in the field. Um, he, he got a pole technically in a Mercedes that was taken away because of a stupid penalty he got in the race before, which yeah. is not a penalty. Fuck you, Bruno Senna. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I, I, just, I just... Like, Hamilton has never not been in a top team. He's like... You yeah. know, Senna, even Alonso, and you know I'm not an Alonso fan. He drove for Minardi. I mean, he drove, he won races in uncompetitive yeah. Renaults. Vettel won a race in a Toro Rosso, which was fucking a Minardi two seasons beforehand. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. just like these drivers, like, you know, it's just, I think kind of there's a level here. Whereas Hamilton, straight away in a race winning car, even, you know, he's won races every single year because he's always been in a McLaren or a Mercedes when they've always been challenging for wins. And okay, like, let's be honest, he made a very smart move to go to Mercedes when he did, when everybody said it was a terrible decision and that he was doing it for money. But clearly it was a brilliant move. So you've got to give him props for that. Oh, I don't, but, know. I don't think he really but like, knew what you, they had in mind for oh, I think he did. So. I think he did. He knew yeah. the regulations were coming. Yeah, I, I definitely think, you know, there's, the, these drivers are smart enough to know what the teams are going to develop in this, that, and everything else. Yeah. But it's kind of, it's it's also the fact that, like, the Mercedes has just been, you know, they, there's like that ridiculous statistic that, like, they've won, what, like 85 or 90% of races since 2014? Like, even Ferrari yeah. wasn't that dominant between 2000 and 2004. Yeah. Even, even Red they, Bull wasn't that dominant between 2010 and 2013. Insane, yeah. It's just, it's beyond the yeah. joke. Um, <laughs> and I think kind of there was that statistic that out of all the pole positions since 2014, there's only, what, been, like, less than 10 that haven't gone to Mercedes or something like that. So, yeah. I mean, it's just... I don't know. I just, I can't, if if he had stayed at McLaren and kind of fought his way back through and kind of that, then like for sure. And it's, again, I don't dislike the guy. He's a four-time world champion. You can't take that away from him. He's going to go yeah. down as one of the all-time greats. But 
I just I think Vettel's a better driver, a more complete driver, and will have a, a more out a better career outlook than Hamilton just because of what he had to do to before Ooh. he got in a dominant car. Um, yeah. and even now showing what he can do in a less than dominant car. And Vettel to me is never appreciated as a driver. So Yeah, he's he's a very good driver. Yeah. I think yeah. With, I think quite. I think Bottas is a very good driver. Agree. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. Bottas. I mean, he's boring, but um, he's. I, I. I appreciate. I. I don't yeah. think he'll. I. I've kind of gone back thinking he won't win a world championship now. Um, I think. But he'll at least win one. Uh, I don't he'll know. Be like, maybe. He'll do like a, a bit of a Nigel Mansell and just randomly win one. Yeah, I don't know. I just think kind of the way things are going to change in the sport. Hopefully, um, you know, I, I honestly feel that Hamilton will go to Ferrari and lend his career in Ferrari, which I'd be kind of well, happy to says, see. He said he wants. He said he wants to. So. Yeah, I think kind of and that's kind of a whisper going around that he'll go there. Maybe Vettel might go to Mercedes. I think. No, I think we'll see. Um, I think we'll see Vettel go to a, um, go back to Red Bull. I don't know. I we'll think see, the, I think Verstappen's locked in that team very much long term. We'll see. We'll see Daniel go to Ferrari with Lewis. Oh, I'd love that. And we'll see <laughs> B- Bottas and Esteban Ocon. I would love at Mercedes. I want Ricardo in a Ferrari just because we got so close twice yeah. to having Weber in a Ferrari. I want to yeah. see an Australian in a Ferrari in my lifetime. So um, hopefully, I, yeah. it won't be yeah. me. Sadly, and um, then, yeah, <laughs> Bottas and Ocon in a Mercedes. Yeah, actually, one thing, one that's, thing that's I want to vent because like Ocon, like yeah, I, I didn't really wasn't a big fan, but he came around on him because I always thought Verline should have yeah. gotten that seat. I want to say hashtag poor Verline and hashtag fuck you, Marcus Ericsson. the biggest oh, waste of space in Formula One it's, history. You know what it is? Money. It's because he's Swedish. And, no, it's because he's rich. He's loaded. His dad or whoever he's and Swedish team. But but they're not Swedish. They're Swiss. So that's well, where you're getting it wrong. Um, but. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I just, I like, I can understand how uh, Le, Leclerc, whatever his name is, is coming in. But, um, yeah. like, Ericsson's so shit. Like, he's yeah. such a rubbish driver. And, like, you know, oh. You know what's weird? Everything about the decision to keep Ericsson? <laughs> the Toro Rosso team for next year. Oh, uh, Hartley and Gasly. Um, yeah. I kind of like it. I'm glad there's a Kiwi in the sport. Like, I don't know. So fucking random. Like, it is random. He's not very yeah. good. Uh, I feel sorry for Kvyat. Like, I think Kvyat yeah. was just tossed aside randomly. And I, I, you know, poor, <laughs> hashtag poor Kvyat. Um, yeah, Kvyat was decent, yeah. But, uh, I mean, are you are you hoping for a Kubica-Williams drive? I am. Um, sort of. I've never been the um, biggest Kubica fan. I always thought he was a little bit overrated, to be honest. Yeah. But I'd like to. It'd be Kibitra a great and, story to f- see him Kibitra come back. and Stroll will be interesting. Yeah. I love Stroll. He's my man. Yeah, um, I like Stroll as well. But I just like, Dorest is boring. I, I mean, eh, I've just never been, yeah. you know. Yeah, I've never been a fan of Paul Dorester either. I, just, I think they want Kibitza. I think they're just trying to prove that he can do a season and kind of be on the pace. I think they know Dorester yeah. can be. I think they just, you know, at least with Kibitza, because they know the PR around it. They know just how well that mm. the storyline around Kibitza coming back into the sport. So, yeah, um, yeah. I think that he's their first preference, but I think kind of the stories that have come out in the last couple of days about how maybe he's struggling a little bit for pace, um, is kind of like, oh, you know, they, I don't, will they risk it or not? I mean, but Williams are a team that have famously risked before. I mean, Jensen Button, I remember in 2000, the controversy around hiring yeah. him, that was like, wow, like I'd yeah, never, I reckon they can, 
between him and Kimi Raikkonen in 2001, uh, I mean, you would have been way too young to be around to even remember that. But yeah, Button was such yeah. a controversial choice. But then Raikkonen, I remember in F1 Racing, they had this big article, like, Sauber hire a guy who's only raced in, like, 20 car races before. Uh, and then first Grand Prix comes out, gets sixth place, and within a year yeah. he's on the podium. And, like, then, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, good well, old I reckon, Kimi. I reckon Williams can afford to gamble a bit, though. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah. what, have they, not, what have they got to lose? They're not that competitive. Front, so. They're not front running. Yeah, they're kind of in the midfield, and they've got, you know, they've they're basically almost on par with Fourth India, so they haven't really got anything to lose. Yeah, I agree. And like, if it yeah. pays off, it's going to be a massive story. Um, yeah, yeah. Cause, and again, like Williams, you know, they they did it with um, you know, when they got Bruno Senna, you know, name recognition. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of just a lot of people they've taken in over the years just kind of as a risk. I mean, they nearly hired Mika Hakkinen back out of retirement in the late 2000s. Yeah. They were the front runner to get Kimi Raikkonen when he wanted to return, but then he ended up going to Lotus at the last minute. So, yeah. you know, it's it's kind of, it's not like this isn't what Williams have done in the past. Um, and, it, you know, it's, it's to varying successes, of course. I mean, you know, Maldonado, uh, Senna obviously didn't turn out to be that good. So, um yeah, I mean, look, again, you're right. What have they got to risk? I mean, Stroll looked like a bit of a dud at the beginning, but he sort of came around. So, um, yeah, anyway. Yeah. We need to yeah. do a qualifying lap, I feel, at some point, Dakota. I think that, that yes. will help us talk this out. Uh, anything else? We've talked about everything here today. We've gone for over half an hour uh, in this segment. Uh, want to talk about anything else? Or? <laughs> no, I don't know what you talk about, I think. No, all right. Well, um, we'll see if we get you back on the rest of the year. If not, um, thank you for your right. contribution for 2017, and we'll get you on again next year. But again, we might speak to you before the end of the year. I don't know, but uh, all right, cool. always fun. Thank you, Dakota. Right. Sweet. See ya. I've been bringing you some snippets of the Oz Network recently, bringing you some best bits from the week, and uh, three little snippets here for you that you're probably not going to actually hear until 2018, because our Lost episodes, the ones that we're obviously uh, recording on the TV show Lost, uh, so far ahead are we at recording these, a lot of these episodes actually aren't getting released until the middle of uh, 2018. So uh, here we've got three little snippets for you to play. Uh, you're going to hear one in regards to Mr. Echo, a character on Lost, of course, and a radio show that he had at the time. Uh, we then have Noah reading a book. It's kind of funny. And something a little bit inappropriate to kind of uh, end it out on a little bit of a spell here. So let's listen to uh, these bits here. You should have a radio show. I want to show. see a cop show. Cop with, show. Uh, Echo. I want to see him having a radio Echo. show. Hello. Hello. Welcome to 99.2 FM. My name is Mr. Echo. <laughs> Tonight, I'll be with you for an hour. <laughs> we will play all Nigerian hits. <laughs> Today, we have a request from... Claire, it is entitled My Baby. Claire, we hope you'll find your baby. Hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> Here is one from Saeed. Saeed recently lost the woman he loved, this week at least. <laughs> this one goes out to Shannon. May you rest in peace. Oh, hello, listeners. I have a confession. I killed two people on the other side of the island. But I am on a righteous path. <laughs> Coming up at 8.30, we bring you traffic. Currently at the moment, no boat seen for three minutes. Quite busy out there. <laughs> Stay <Where>? safe. <laughs> it is hot on the <laughs> And remember, this show proudly brought to you by Sawyer's. If you wish anything to get, go to Sawyer. He has it available. We have a celebrity gossip. Uh, <laughs> has been seen with Doug. Or is that Steve? I don't know. 
<laughs> I wasn't here when he died. And this week we have prank call. Who will I call next on the coconut phone? This week's victim, it is Anna Lucia, who recently <laughs> murdered someone accidentally. We pretend to be a police officer. Will she fall for it? <laughs> hello, this is Anna. Yes, hello. hello. This is Sergeant Echo. I mean, uh, Sergeant hello. Johnson. Hello, this is your former partner, Big Mike. <laughs> hello, Anna. Remember me? <laughs> uh, what is this? What is going on? People don't like me. <laughs> oh, she hung up. <laughs> Next, we ring up Saeed and pretend to be Nadia, his long-lost lover, and tell her that she knows about Shannon. We have so much Hello, Saeed. I am your long-lost lover, Nadia. Remember me? Now we have Hurley for a joke of the week. Dude. Joke of the week with Dude. <laughs> we have some breaking news coming to you from the hatch. Apparently, we found some beards and some clothes. What does it mean to talk? Here is Locke, the man who knows everything. John. Hello, John. What do you feel this is about? A uh, 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 roaming reporter, Daniel Russo. <laughs> Hello, bonjour, yes, hello, Mr. Echo, bonjour. <laughs> yes, I've been roaming. I don't join the camp, but I've been inspecting. I've been on the case. <laughs> I didn't help with the cases. We keep getting we weird have... transmission coming in. Let's play this one. Yeah, hi, it's Boone. I want to be involved. Okay, no, we'll cut him off. He's not no. longer here. <laughs> cut that. No, no, no. Uh, now, rumor has it there's been an infection on the island. Uh, for our weekly medical advice, here's Dr. Shepard. <laughs> you don't know what you're Dr. talking Shepherd. about. <laughs> it's not an infection. Babies get sick. <laughs> And here's our live performance by Charlie. Oh, wait, no, we're not talking to Charlie. His contract has been cut. Yes, he, he is not on a righteous <laughs> In a church update, the first logs have been cut. There's been rumors that I'm actually building a Bible, but it's actually a church. It's a church. That is a false rumor. That is what we call rumor. <laughs> That is all for me this week. <laughs> Next week, more on the flourishing romance of Libby and Hurley. Will they get together? And will he remember? And is there a pregnancy on the island? Maybe we'll find out next week. Who could it be? <laughs> and speaking of which, here is Minute Work with Who Could It Be Now? We'll see you next week on Echo. Take us out. Who could it be now? <laughs> And remember, everyone, make your own kind of music. <laughs> oh, my Hello. God. I mean, good night. We have way too much time. This is why these episodes go for so long. <laughs> That's the Echo Radio, Island Radio Show. Um, Hello. I would listen. What does it say here? Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. It's the novel. Um, <laughs> I'm just reading this book here. Um, yep. <laughs> no. Sorry, I was just reading it. I was just halfway through the episode. Ah, fuck the podcast. I'm going to read my book. 
I bought a pen. <laughs> we are professionals here on Snow Dogs and Otherwise Asian. Oh, the dogs are talking in this one. All right, I'm just going to go watch another episode. Hang on. I'm going to go watch Snow Dogs. Hang on. I'm sorry, uh, people listening for the dead air. <laughs> I just got a bit distracted. I forgot that if I'm reading something, I have to read it out loud or not read it. We're men. We can't do more than one thing at once. All right? I got... I'm sorry. That was so unprofessional. Um, I got a bit distracted. Um, I feel like they may have done it. No. You know, they opened up to each other. Then he's watching her sleep. Well, she didn't open morning. up to him in that way. Like, I mean, maybe a bit of hand action. but Hand job. <laughs> You know, a bit of touchy feel, a bit of grind, but uh, you don't know. No, uh, I don't think. I, oh, I think probably just a bit of feely bit kissing of and. <laughs> I love how nonchalant. <laughs> and I'm not saying whether or not it was like who did the fingering. <laughs> Oh, for some reason, like, a hand job, yeah, that was fine. But then when you say, oh, a bit of fingering, it just becomes gross. <laughs> oh, yeah, a bit of touching, a bit of kissing. Oh, yeah, a bit of fingering. <laughs> but, yeah, it's totally happened. Um, Finger back. <laughs> Poor Charlie. <laughs> Do you remember that South Park episode where they were that boy band and they were singing Finger Bang? I never got that. <laughs> finger Bang Bang, Finger Bang. I never understood that. Well, when that came out, I probably was 10 and I definitely didn't get it. Why did my parents let me watch South Park? Mine didn't. Kid? There's a reason why they... They never used to let me watch The Simpsons, but The Simpsons is so tame. Like, I remember we used to go around private school calling each other dildos, and we didn't know what it meant. Like, in South Park, Kitty, stop being such a dildo! And it's like, you know, oh, it looks like a certain kitty kitty will be coming home with mummy tonight. Like, I never got that line when I was, like, 12. But now it's hilarious. I feel like we would be great social experiments for psychologists because you grew up not allowed to watch South Park when you were a kid and I was grew up being totally allowed to watch it when I probably shouldn't have. And I'm the so, one dropping the lines about yeah. fingering and you're the calm one. Funny. And, uh, of course, you can always download the Oz Network. Head into the oznetwork.net, uh, subscribe on iTunes and everything along those lines and you'll be able to find uh, all those... Uh, Episodes uh, as they come out. Get excited, everybody, because I get to press this button. It's that time of the week to play everybody's favorite game show. It's Forget the Lyrics here on the Brink on Edge Radio. Over to the studio. Forget the Lyrics. So bloody good. Uh, Three again for you this week, and we're going to bring one to you from 2013, 2017, and 2012. Let's go back to 2013, first of all. Myself and Josh in a duet. Always a fun time. Let's hear myself uh, and Josh singing to the classic song, Centerfold. Yo! Popcorn! 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 In your toes, yo! In your toes, yo! Sitting on the couch, sitting with there, wanna eat some popcorn. My hands are filled with biscuits now and I don't know what to do. 
I put my foot in the bowl, get some in between my toes. Lift my toes up to my mouth and stick that popcorn in. Didn't realize just how flexible I really was. Deciding now to eat that popcorn, cause I'm really pop. I like to eat popcorn with my toes, because popcorn is so good with tinea on it. I like to eat the popcorn with my toes, tinea, yeah, maybe I'll drink some coke with my toes as well. Really wanna do this, really eat it now. I'm watching a movie, it's something about a cow. I realize now that Josh is next to me, he wants some popcorn too. I pass my foot over to him, he pushes at me and says, Go away, you! I eat them all, I eat it all, and Josh is looking at me. He wants to sing about eat popcorn with my family. Go, Josh! I need to eat pizza popcorn with my bare feet that look like hairy things with stubs on them. There's nothing on my feet that'll make me want to eat some more popcorn out of your bowl. That's right, Ben, not out of your bowl. Yes, look at my feet. They're covered in butter and heaps of corn. But now I've got to the bottom of the bowl where you get those hard things that didn't pop well. But I'm going to eat them though because they taste really nice, even if I get them stuck in my toe jam. But guess what now I'm going to do right now? I'm going to think about you eating your popcorn with your feet. That's right. Eating your popcorn with your feet. But here's where we go. Going to get to the bottom of the bowl with my feet. It's going to get to the bottom of the bowl. I want to eat popcorn with my feet that look like hobbits. I'm going to eat my popcorn out my hands, without my elbows, without my knees, without my shins. I'm going to eat them with my feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Always a good time. Uh, and why not have a solo from each of us as well? Uh, 2017, that's this year. Uh, obviously on High Noon when we brought Forget the Lyrics back. I had a bit of a crack singing to some Katy Perry with Chain to the Rhythm. Let's see how that went. Snakes and Ladders it's a game that nobody really plays anymore But Dakota told me to sing about it I'll forget the lyrics So that's what I'm gonna do now, do now Gonna sing about it and not about cows It's a fun game If only I had friends to play it with could roll the dice and go on the board He's my friend Frank He's pretty good at snakes and ladders, ladders He's really good at these board games, board games But Frank doesn't really exist anymore He left me Got no friends when I'm playing my games Dance, dance, dance on snakes and ladders Oops, I just sang the correct lyrics That's not what I'm meant to do, who cares? Hey, snakes and ladders Playing with myself doesn't really work Because it's a board game A board game A board game That you play with lots of friends A friend called Ben and one called Glenn Hey, they don't really exist 
I wake up and kind of give myself a fist in the head because I'm not uh, dead. That's because I've got no friends in my head and that's why we play stakes and ladders. Play stakes and ladders. Play stakes and ladders. Are we really in 2017 without friends to come and play snakes and ladders that's really sad i mean you could totally just go online and play playstation playstation and maybe they have that on the games there i don't know but that's not what i have to sing about i'll forget the lyrics Screw it, I'm going to sing about PlayStation because I'm sure Snake Snakes and Ladders is on there. Hey, maybe it's not, but it should be because it's really actually kind of a cool game. I haven't played it in a long time. Maybe if you've got it with your Dim Sims, bring it in because it's high noon at 12. It's really 1.43, but I don't really care. Want to play Snakes and Ladders right now? I'm really thinking about it with the ladders and the snakes because... It's really a good game. It's actually, seriously, Dakota, it's a good damn game. And we really should play it more on the show. That's a segment we can do in the future. We can play Snakes and Ladders and Ladders. Just end the damn thing, Ben. Like, just, no. No. I'm not happy. You're not, you're not mm, happy? Yeah, I liked it. And uh, Josh also had a solo effort back in 2012 when he sang the iconic song, Come Fly With Me. Let's listen to this. You should hoon with me, yes, hoon with me, it's a great game. We could play some Gaelic football too in a Holden Ute, yes, it's true. Yes, hoon with me, yes, hoon with me today. Come hoon with me, let's hoon in rugby. In Rosney, there's a street down there where we could throw a ball to someone. Come hoon with me, let's hoon into you. When I get you in there, there will be Gaelic football. Nothing like what we know. Yes, when we in there, we will be playing you at Gaelic football because there isn't anything else to do. It's hooning. What else do I say? I love to hoon in a you that is built for Ben, Josh, and Sam and Stu. It's hooning time. It's hoon and Gaelic foot. Ball, yes. Let's hoon, let's hoon, let's hoon, let's hoon, let's hoon. I have no idea why none of us became singers. Let's be honest, we really should be selling records and kicking ass out there, but sadly, we're not really at the moment. Time to close it all out. 
episode 55, done and dusted. We will have one new episode for you uh, before we end it out for 2017. So uh, December 18, next week, we'll have one new more episode for you. But then uh, December 25th, Christmas Day, we will bring you our best of the year. So get excited for that. Always a fun time to bring you the best bits of a fantastic year that we've had here for you and had a lot of fun bringing you these episodes, of course, across the year. Many highlights, many lowlights, and everything else in between uh, is what we will bring you on Christmas Day. Our Christmas gift to you. In the meantime, remember to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe. We're on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, um, and everything else in between. Leave us some feedback on those. It would be much appreciated, and uh, we hope that you're obviously enjoying listening to us, and we hope you have a fantastic Star Wars week as well. Until we next speak again, my name is Ben. Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart, and good night. <laughs>